0: welcome to look who's talking nfl one week before the playoffs we're going to talk about futures that you can still make still make a lot of money targets the thing that you can control and first place ain't all it's cracked up to be beware the buy here we go All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. Episode 115 of your favorite NFL podcast, North of the Border. Specialized in sports gambling, NFL futures. Weird mics in about seven survivor pools, two of which is probably still going. Uh, we then want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening, sharing, and being part of this community of Look Who's Talkers all over the world. Ni hao, pribyad, ola, bonjour, guten tag, ciao, and... Vonagam! Which is Sri Lankan for hello. It's not the only thing you're going to learn on this show, but it's the first one for sure. Um, Again, we're heading into the final last week of the season, and uh, there's some meaningless games going on. There's some very meaningful games going on. Keep in mind, there is no meaningless football. There's always someone playing for a job, someone playing for a bonus. Or if you're A-B, you know, you just play until the third quarter, and then you're peacing out and go to a Nets game. Uh, But again, there is no such thing as meaningless football, but we will tell you the games to stay the far away from. All 115 episodes are brought to you by Huck Media and the wonderful people at huckmedia.ca. Check out at Huck Media on Instagram, where you can follow us at Hughes Talking, H-U-S Talking. Or you can follow our sister account slash stepchild account slash the fucking hottest handicapper. In NFL podcasting right now, Weird Mike spelled Weird M I C, Weird Michael, live in Centennial Studios down in Toronto. How are you doing, sir? All is well.
1: Happy New Year, Feliz Años, Bon Anno, Bon Anno, as they say in Italian. I don't know it uh, in Sri Lankan. Actually, I should uh, I should bu- learn that. You say it's Borano, Bon. Anno, bon anno. You gotta really separate the two words with the Italian. It's easier <laughs> with the French, bon année. It's it rolls off. Anyway, <clears throat> it's great. I'm still hot. I gotta tell you. You know, I thought about it. I'm the only guy that told you to Patriots by forty plus. Yeah, what it the happened. fuck happened? <laughs> know. told you to do it. It happened. It was almost fifty. The alt line stops at forty one. On three, six, five that missed, you know, go for the Jags. You know, I just went double the spread. I didn't get greedy. Remember folks, it's alt line season. Stay tuned for the weird pick coming up later (laughs) in the show
0: with honors. Yes, definitely honors. You're two and oh, uh, what's your, what's your record at now total. And then just the last, like, let's say the last three weeks, last four weeks. So it
1: started with a random five and oh, we got 15 and three. Yeah. In the last five weeks. Let's far
0: and go, bud. Four to and 0 fair, in the
1: last four?
0: Four and oh in the last four, 15 God, and three. All,
1: three oh and whatever in the last four.
0: Okay. Three, three oh, and, oh and whatever.
1: And some
0: weird COVID Raven spread that didn't happen. Um, however, to just a little caveat to that you have been saying it's alt line season almost all season. <laughs> No, no. There was there was some Teddy Bridgewater alt line seasons earlier in the year. Uh, but either way, follow at Weird Mike, uh, the guy. He, he has honestly as if you've been doing sports gambling for as many years as we have, and a lot of you look who's talkers sure sound like it because I'm getting some wicked bets, wicked parlays. Keep sending those in. Mm. Um, it's awesome. I'm not the only one playing these crazy bet builders. OBJ cost me seven grand. Just by dropping another one but he didn't really drop it that's targets so it was still a good pick but it's the second time he's not caught his long bomb this year it's cost me like a hundred a hundred actual dollars like in total but i would have won over like 11k anyway we'll talk about that in a bit um anyway keep keep sending in all these bet builders and all the crazy yes. parlays you guys are playing it's awesome but if you've been playing as long as we meet myself and weird mike Huck, Daddy, and Leslie, you know, sometimes you're going to run cold. Sometimes you're going to run pretty hot. And sometimes you can't win. And sometimes you just can't lose. You could literally drunkenly stumble to the store, get your numbers wrong. And somehow you got, you know, uh, the Raiders uh, to win out right over the Colts. You didn't even intend it. And it happens. Um, Weird Mike's having one of those months. So ride it. Rod it, baby. National
1: title two Georgia, Alabama on the fence.
0: Yeah, I've I've been hard. I've been hard on Bama uh, basically since they lost to Georgia pretty much every game. However, this one, I, I, uh, I, you know what? I'm not a sharp enough college football handicapper to pick Bama, Georgia, but I'll probably end up taking Bama on something small because history just tells me that Nick Saban beats Georgia. That's what he does.
1: Best of luck to all the CFB gamblers out there. But, uh, you know, as our network expands, more winners. Enter Ryan Rudge with nearly 30K.
0: 29K, uh, amazing.
1: And uh, some hearsay on a good friend of the show, Hernsey, perfect pools on a $5 ticket. Most impressive. Whispers of 15, 20K on the ticket. Brought down to reality. Yours truly, Weird Mike, in classic fashion, you know, as we talked about some hedging situations, uh, offered to purchase some equity in the ticket in lieu of a hedge, 25% for $1,000. That's when we were thinking maybe the ticket was worth 10 or 12K. You know, you study post pots, you get excited, you share it. Um, Anyway, I decided that to lay off. I don't think anybody really wanted to pull the trigger. Nobody really knew. Another retirement match on Monday night, that Cleveland-Pittsburgh game, felt like a retirement match, and you really didn't know
0: who was going to win. You know, Vince McMahon just left it to the boys. (laughs) It it did feel like a retirement match, except I think both guys might have to retire after this. (laughs) Baker's going in for surgery. He's done like for the year, and might be offered like a sort of a DAC franchise deal, possibly, but he ain't getting the bag. Uh, and yeah, Ben's obviously done. Uh, it's just like Warrior and Savage, WrestleMania seven, like Warrior won, Savage lost. Way too much credit, way too much credit. This is more like Rick Rude and
1: Buff Bagwell.
0: <laughs> Rick Rude, Buff Bagwell, the career match that nobody watched on Thunder. <laughs> Oh, God, I miss old wrestling. Um, okay, well, the Hugh Picks went, uh, just, by the way, if you're not sure what everyone's talking about, if what we're Mike's talking about there, uh, the OLG pools one of the funnest things to play. If you're new to sports gambling, new to our podcast, uh, it's about a half a million dollars up for grabs every week. And if you get all 16 games right, sometimes it's 13 with bye weeks, you can win a share of that half a million dollars that uh, with everybody else who went perfect. You can box games. When I say box, meaning you can basically take that game off the ticket. You just get a win, but it costs extra. One game is 10 bucks, two games, 20 bucks, three games, 40 bucks, and four games is 80 bucks. You want to team up with your buddy? Not sure if you're actually allowed to do this, but you kind of can. Uh, you can box five or six games and just you each have to sort of share the ticket. You can buy in group, in mass. It's lotto, so you can do it. Back in the day, because I've won this thing about 11 times um, with Weird Mike a couple times uh you have to go if anything that's over a grand you got to go down downtown toronto to the office you get a check you bring your passport your license or whatever and you walk out of there with a check like fucking half an hour later it's amazing however because of COVID, it's a bit more of a process now so beware big winners you won't get that shit immediately Uh, i was cool actually hearns hearns called me uh to talk about hedging i just want to talk about this because I had a fucking boner. It was amazing. Okay. He's like, what should I do? And first of all, I guessed, you can guess based on the favorites that win and the upsets that happened and how likely it was that somebody might have boxed these games. And I said, I think it'd be like two or three K. Uh, you know, and, and then we talked about what to hedge. And I said, you know, you could middle it. So there's straight hedging where you're basically just hedging half of the money that you're going to win and bet the other way. So you guarantee half your winnings. Um, almost you can kind of just take the cash out, but a like straight hedge might be a little bit more, more beneficial. However, if you still think that the team was, that was originally on your ticket is the one that's actually going to win. You can do what's called middling, which is kind of hedged for about 25%, 20%, something like that. Guarantee yourself a chunk of winnings, but not necessarily take away your original bet. The entire, you know, um, full 50% that you're, that you were going to win this way. You'll win 70% of, let's say it's, you know, 10 grand. Uh, If you bet three grand the other way Or 2,500 the other way So I told Hearnsey to bet about You know, 20%, 25% Towards Cleveland of what we thought it was going to be 2, 3k, whatever And then he's like, yo, I hit up Fezzik on Twitter The only winner of the Super Contest Two times on Straight out of Vegas And uh, he said The same thing He gave the same advice Yeah Stroking it Anyway, congrats, Ernst. Five dollar ticket. Fucking right, bud. It's a research lottery, folks. You play a lot of 649. You like football. Play the pool. All
1: right. Research Um, lottery, as opposed to the common NFL bingo on the final two weeks, which we're kind of headed towards week 18. Hugh. as we turn our back, this is the first ever week 18. Yes. I've been telling you that this extra game. You've hated it. I've hated it. And now everybody's staring at it in the face. Uh, draft picks, draft positioning, playoff positioning. Yep. Does it mean as much as it used to? Um. A lot of variables. No heavy bets this week, guys. No heavy bets. Save your money for the playoffs. I know Hugh might tell you different. It's a gambling show. Guys, trust me. I want you to gamble on everything. Okay? Not, no. Don't forget that. <laughs> don't forget. That I gambled on rat races in Colombia. Okay, rats out of a sewer, <laughs> on. painted Ex- tail, expand blue, on red, yo. You never told and me. Th- this. I told you guys. I told you that. Uh-oh.
0: rats were racing like in, a, in like a an actual course, or was it like I? Let's. I bet this one gets to the corner first, or you think throw a crumb a, and like think see think who gets a, it.
1: Think of an alley. Yeah. Okay. Where you put and you're now you're now you're bumper bowling. Remember the, the bumpers on the bowling on the alley, so the ball didn't go in the gutter. Yep. Now they've blocked the curbs and the gutters. They have six or seven or eight rats oh underneath a bowl, <laughs> and they all have a color. They've all been spray painted red, oh blue, yellow, purple. And the cheese is at the end of the race. They lift <laughs> the bowls. Your rat gets the cheese. You win the cash. The bowl is the same as the rat cheese. So they put the cheese in the rat, and the rat everything's just it's all waiting for you at the end. Okay, the rat gets their prize. And you share the prize, the rat next one, every two, three <laughs> minutes, you bring the ball back. And if you win, obviously you got to get out on the next race.
0: Now, is it like a, is, how, is this like a half a, half a kilometer alley? Or is this no, like no, 20 no, feet? No,
1: no, 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 It's very, it's very this, short. Uh, so this is
0: like, this is like the hundred meter sprint 10, the 10, 10 meter sprint for rats, 15 meters max. You know, would
1: you, would you go with red, blue, yellow? I'm a big green guy love the love the pony wheels one with my true cne self i'm like who do you got who, who you got the green machine and i won once i wound up losing about of course i lost you know they they made me win one or two and then i brought it it's how she goes but uh when, to you're, be gambling, fair. when you're traveling the world folks always look to the back alley for the most random and exciting local gambling games
0: very important uh, just we're, we're going to launch, uh, we're pretty excited about this. We're going to launch, <clears throat> uh, by the way, just a little caveat to that. You can all, you can week 18 is going to be so hard to bet on. Uh, oh, yeah. so you can week,
1: that was a week 18 rant. everybody. You can Sorry.
0: guarantee there's more natural for sure. Motivation in that rat race for that cheese. than there will be in, I'd say 50% of the games in week 18. There's no cheese. Some of these guys are done. So just beware now when Mike's saying no heavy bets, I wouldn't necessarily agree with that. Cause there's still definitely some props that you can pick out specifically. But for instance, instead of saying no heavy betting, I think I would say be very picky. This is not the week to make, to, to, to throw it out on an eight game parlay. This is pick a nice two game teaser or take my gold pick or your gold pick and, and ride with it. But, um, yeah, it's gonna be hard. Like I'm picking six games for Hugh Picks, and to compete with my fellow Hugh Pickers, or look who's talking standings, tied at the oh, top yeah. still, tied at the top still. Both weird, Mike, or sorry, both the other weird Mike. <laughs> both uh, so weird, so weird. Mike Mattisbacker and Mark Robinson our two leaders uh, tied. But uh, Mark Robb has a significant advantage in tiebreaker because he missed a week and still is matched with the win totals. Anyway, they both went five and one. So we're going to tie at the top, but long story short, I won't be making like a lot of six game parlays here with my picks. So I got to pick six. You want to play six. These are the six I'm giving you. But uh, as Mike said, the week 18 motivation is very questionable. It's not a rat race. There's no cheese for a lot of these teams. Now, however, uh, Speaking of weird Mike's back alleys and speaking of our something we're very excited about here. Look who's talking. We're partnering up with Storyteller Beers, beautiful Whoa. red and blue tall boys to launch a, a playoff contest. We'll be launching it next week in full detail in our podcast and on Instagram. But basically, we, you know, here's what the, the gist of it. We're going to launch it on officepools.com. So I don't have to calculate all this shit. And you guys could just enter it and see all the entries yourself. As we, uh, Maddie told me to do with our contest at the start of the year, which I should have listened to, but uh, whatever. N- that's neither here nor there. Uh, but with our contest, it'll be run on officepools.com. We'll have uh, the code to get in. So you're going to have to make an account on officepools.com. If you don't have officefootballpools.com, I'm not sure which one it is. I'll figure that out too. I think it's office football pools. And uh, yeah, you can win beer for a year. if you. What you're going to be doing is picking the spreads for every playoff game. And then you'll be picking the over-unders for every playoff game. Whoever has the best record at the end of all this, after the Super Bowl, wins free beer for a year. Most points. Most points. Yes, more points, Mike. You're right. So in the first week of playoffs, yeah, in the first week of playoffs, it's two points for each correct team, one point for each correct over-under. In the second week of playoffs, so the divisional round, four points for each correct team, three points for each correct over-under. Third week, it's six points for each correct team, five points for each correct over under that's championship weekend. And then for the Super Bowl, it's eight points for the correct team, seven points for the correct over under. So, yes, it is weighted. Um, so basically, everyone still has a chance to win free beer for a year from Storyteller, storyteller, uh, even if you have a really bad first week. So that's correct. exciting stuff. Uh Again, we're not exactly sure the exact details of what beer for years, but I've been assured that if you're drinking more than is going to be offered, if you're the winner, you need to go to the hospital. So I think you'll be all good, regardless of your intake. Uh, and thank you uh, from everyone from Storyteller Beer for like, getting involved. Look who's talking! And also, we'll be uh, every gambling the best gambling stories every week will be brought to you by Storyteller Beer. Seems pretty natural as weird Mike told you to find back alleys to gamble in when, when weird Mike came and visited me when I was in China doing the flyboard shows with Huck daddy. I'm not sure if he was there this particular time. Uh, no weird Mike came and came to work with me at Chimong ocean kingdom. One day we put him on the jet ski. He was on the control tower. He had VIP seating. When I say VIP, it means he wasn't even supposed to be there. He actually hopped the fence of where I told him to be classic weird Mike. Just, I told them if, if anyone's ever yelling at you in China, just say Timbaldong. It means I don't understand. They generally look like white people. This guy was Timbaldonging everyone. Uh, <laughs> and big big Timbaldonger. Absolutely, had a great time. The next day, we go into the into the little village that's right by my condo, and I'm like, "You coming to work today?" And he just wanders into the back alley where all our uh, bike, like our motorcycle taxi panos, hang out, and they like to play Filipino poker. I didn't even know it was Filipino poker, but I actually had found out just a little while before. I'm like, my, he's like, what game are they playing? I'm like, I've been told it's Filipino poker. I said, I've been told because I hadn't actually sat down and played with these guys. My Mandarin was pretty good too. I might've actually been able to, to converse, but weird Mike, he hovers around the table, like, you know, like a hawk for about maybe 15 minutes as we're having a couple Chinese darts. I'm like, okay, I'm catching one of these guys to work, bro, are you coming? He's like, I'm good. <laughs> I come back. Four hours later after our day show, before our night show, see if he wants to come. This guy, he's just slapping the guy on on the back next to him, yelling at some other guy for possibly cheating. This one guy's on a bike playing. He's telling him he's making him uncomfortable. He'd like him to find a seat. As he's now taken about 551 um, off of the back alley motorcycle, motor peños in Filipino poker. Again, folks, there's gambling everywhere in the world, just like love. You just got to find it. <laughs> that was um, that was probably the highlight of my trip, Jeff.
1: But <laughs> we, uh, we had Halloween in Macau, man. St. No, Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. Sorry, it felt like Halloween. It was one of, you know, every trip's got an off night. It happened to be that St. Patty's Day. But <laughs> the point is, is that the back alley, when trusted, is the place to be. Do you know what happened? You know what the worst part of that afternoon, Jeff, was hacking the local Chinese darts. My lungs were tapping out. I have not recovered. I'm smoking. Oh, my word. But I'll tell you what. I took that 551. Had myself a couple of spins in Macau. Let's go. They took the rake on the transfer. But uh, look who's talking. Episode 115. Vonicum. Thank you for listening at weird Mike, big things from the family and the Montreal crew heading into the playoffs. Week 18 tread carefully. Indeed. let said tread carefully. You got six. You got a, you got a bonus pick this week or no bonus no, no.
0: week. Are you going to give a bonus pick? Or are we going to toss that to Huck? Um, yeah, well, t- I got six for you that I'm pretty, that I'm confident in uh, Philly just got diagnosed with COVID like half a bunch of the team and considering that it's early in the week, I can't realistically just assume that they'll be okay in a game. That's somewhat meaningful. It's a weird game. So I'm going to stay away and uh, hopefully avoid the Madden, a different Madden curse because John Madden passed away. Rest in peace, by the way, if you fell in love with football when you were a kid and you're around our age, John Madden's one of the reasons why, I mean, there's commentating a football game. This is why I'm not crazy about Romo. Like, Romo couldn't hold Madden's pen for five minutes. And Romo suddenly made more in one, like one year of commentating with his just not great voice and predictions that are just driving me a little crazy uh, than Madden made in his whole career of, uh, of broadcasting. And guys like Madden paved the way uh for the broadcasters to be really paid because they carry the game and no one carried a game like pat summerall and john madden when you're watching these crazy cowboys back in the day the cocaine cowboys the true cocaine cowboys of dallas oh yeah uh john madden was the one pumping their tires and just building you up towards these 49er cowboys matchups that were still a month away but he knew, he knew they were coming god damn he got you excited for playoff football anyway So all this bad stuff happens to the Raiders or more, more accurately, all this bad stuff that the Raiders did to the world uh, caused them to have definitely a tumultuous season. And then they go in against the hottest team in the league and beat the Colts in a very important game for the Colts. Is it the new Madden curse? I don't know, but I'm looking at this spread for the chargers and Raiders chargers really really dummied them for three quarters the last time these guys played uh, in a standalone primetime game we all watched it Uh, you know with Darren Waller and with Darren with Henry Ruggs and with John Gruden they almost mounted a comeback now minus all three of those guys and the Raiders two and a half point underdogs I'm re-looking at this like the Chargers should win the Chargers will win easy right nothing's easy especially when there's impossibly a new Madden curse. Stay tuned to Hugh Picks to see if we go with it. But I'm a scared.
1: New, a new Madden curse. So you got, you got John, God rest his soul. You put Tony Romo, that batty boy, that <laughs> preteen can't wait to get the words out of his mouth, beat you to the punch, 16-year-old girl syndrome. Do the the network executives at CBS not hear this? This is, you know, the the casual football fan, the the 35-year-old single white male, you know? I'm talking classified ads. They can't like what they're hearing from, from this guy. Who is liking it? It was a novelty. It was brand spanking new. And then you go and mention Gruden and Ruggs and everything in with Madden. Come on, Hugh. I'm I'm interested to see. You let you left me a cliffhanger I'm, on this Madden Curse.
0: I'm a big, I'm a big Raiders guy, but this does not look like a good spot for them. I'm not understanding the spread. So stay tuned. All right. So Hugh Picks is 52, 49, and one after going a weird three and three last week. Texans kind of looked like they cover. I, I think they would have covered against Jimmy G. But I feel like Kyle Shanahan put in overtime to scheme for Trey Lance so that they didn't look like idiots trading up three picks for him. Uh, And then because of a bunch of of different results, the Browns got eliminated before Monday Night Football and the spread moved six points with no real injuries. That's just a motivational spread change in Vegas. Very interesting stuff. So anyway, I went three and three. Uh, 52 49 and one again in five years we've never been below 500 to stand a season very proud of that so i i put a lot of thought into these picks because it's very important to me however i do not have honors today my man weird mike does he told you to take the patriots by 40 and it happened so yeah you got honors I'm gonna, i'll be on the fucking previous hole um and then what was your other pick mike guess what buddy guess what Oh, I took a uh, big Dick Nick and the bears and, and it ended up not being big Dick Nick <laughs> ended up being Andy Dalton for, for some reason his cube was pronounced QB one on Twitter by the bears. I'm hoping that social media person got fired because that did not age well, but anyway, the bears win. So who's your pick this week? Two and oh, last week smash New England by
1: 40 last week, New England by 30 this week, folks. The week 18 semi-hard smash. Patriots minus seven in South Beach. They have checked out. The Dolphins are heading to warmer waters in the Gulf of Mexico. They are gone. Nobody believes Tua is the man. Here come the Patriots wanting to keep the momentum going. Here come the Patriots remembering that bitter week one loss. Here come the Patriots remembering All the struggles Tom Brady had in Miami, the only place he really had problems. Billy B rallies the boys, covers big, double the spread, maybe more. It's alt line season. Patriots minus seven. All right. And we got a spoiler. We got a spoiler. The lightest, the faintest trickle down. Sprinkle of the year, the Jags plus 16 going against my Super Bowl futures. Everybody expects the Colts to win by a lot. Guess what? They're just going to win by whatever they need to. This is an oddly bitter division game. The, The Jags have shocked the Colts on numerous occasions. I will not be taking this game on my survivor pick, which I'm still alive. I'll be taking the Jags with a soft sprinkle on this faux week 18. Plus 16. Give me the home team. Ra Spoomba Shad Khan. It's free tire day at the ballpark. Come on down to <laughs> Jacksonville Stadium. All right. Fill the seats up. It's 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 minor league day. Let's get everybody on board. Good Speaker time. Phil... You know, you got the first pick. Just just put a good effort, put some good juju into the world. You know, I'm sure that's a big part of what he's built his empire on. So I'm taking it, and
0: uh, of course the uh, Patriots. Talk about it. Speaking of uh, again, when you're hot, you're hot. I had no, I had, I did not walk into this episode thinking Weird Mike just picked against the Jaguars, and they lost by fifty. I did not see him taking the Jaguars this week. They don't have their head coach anymore. Just thinking that Daryl Bavel's is just going to sort of like rally the troops for one last fight against the Colts. Weird stat. The Colts have not won in Jacksonville in like seven years. Really I'm weird dead. thing. So, um, like
1: I said, I think it's more the juju of Khan and the organization. And, 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 and the Colts are going to do what they need to. This is not, they're on the road. Man, they got an uphill battle. They played their last home game all right lucas oil field turn the lights out until the regional finals in march madness okay so i'm excited for that by the way it was the first hint of march madness as we turn the calendar year (laughs) giddy up uh, i'm looking forward to the final regular season Hugh picks he's above 500 he's never finished under 500 so what is the scenario for that first time occurrence jeff
0: if do you got a you got a tank? Do you got a if I if I finish below 500, uh, I don't know. We'll think of something funny. But uh I just hope it doesn't happen. <laughs> uh okay. All right. Uh OB trice for 52, 49, and one. We've had a pretty damn good last three weeks. So here we go. you Last three weeks, we are 5-1, and 4-2, and two, and a really weird 3-3. Three and three That probably should have been a little bit better, but what are you going to do? Okay, our gold pick. Look, I'm taking the Los Angeles Rams, minus four, against the San Francisco 49ers. If it's Jimmy G, great. If it's Trey Lance, well, good luck, buddy. All right. I, this is not when I would want a rookie quarterback making his second start or sorry, his third start going up against the LA Rams poised for the playoffs, coming off a big road win over the Ravens. They've got all their COVID problems solved and they're healthy. And Vaughn Miller is starting to look like he really fits in there. Hello, Mr. Garoppolo meet Vaughn Miller and Aaron Donald and uh, the rest of the Rams defense. I don't think it's going to go well for you. They're trying to get you to take the Niners here with the extra point. Uh, Because I'm sure every Rams better would love that three. But it's just like the Titans last week. Don't worry about the extra point. Okay, they're going to win by over a touchdown. So I like the Rams here to finally put the nail in the coffin of the one team that's been bugging them in their division for the last four years, the San Francisco 49ers. They are not the bullies they used to be. So we're taking the Rams minus four. Uh, we Silver pick We're taking the New Orleans Saints Minus four and a half Going into the Atlanta Falcons A beaten, defeated team With an old, aging quarterback Against the Saints Who actually have a solid chance Okay, if the Rams beat the Niners And the Saints beat the Falcons The Saints are in How about that? After that tumultuous season With five different starting quarterbacks The Saints are in Again, this is coaching So I like Sean Payton To figure out a way to win this game. And again, because it's so important, I feel like they'll make sure by winning by by winning by over four and a half points, call it Saints by eight. Uh 24-16. Saints defense steps up and uh hopefully gets the Saints to the playoffs. So we'll see. Okay, bronze pick. We're taking the Minnesota Vikings minus two and a half. And uh look, this is this is one of the things that's not meaningless about meaningless football. Okay. The Chicago Bears are awful. Minnesota Vikings are not quite that bad. All right. If the Minnesota Vikings coach, Mike Zimmer is trying to save his job, which he is, I think Nagy's done in Buffalo in Chicago, so he does not doesn't, doesn't matter. But you got the Vikings trying to save their coach's job because when the coach leaves, none of their jobs are guaranteed anymore. This is still a pretty good team. And they'll get cousins back after his uh, COVID not vaccinated, not available problem. What happened to Kirk Cousins, by the way, is my nightmare for Josh Allen. If Josh supposedly isn't vaccinated, uh, it's my nightmare. Do what you got to do. But if you're on a football team, I'd much prefer you be available as best you can. So... Not to get into that debate, but I would love if my quarterback was vaccinated. I'm sure every Minnesota fan last week was really pissed. And I'm sure his teammates were. So anyway, but you get Cousins back, I believe. And you got the coach fighting for his job. Still a pretty good team. I think the Vikings by two and a half. That's going to move up to three faster, but it hasn't, hasn't already. So watch for that. All right. Fourth pick. We're taking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Minus eight versus Sam Darnold's Carolina Panthers. I don't think Donald's fully healthy yet. I just think he wanted to still play football. So he better lay some tape. It's not awful. Again, wrong team to be meeting. Super Bowl champs going for a higher seed. They've said they're playing everybody. Yes, they don't have AB anymore. Yes, Godwin's hurt. His name's Tom Brady. He's been using bad weapons for a long time. He still has Mike Evans. He still has Gronk. Still has Ronald Jones, Cameron Brate, and a bunch of these other receivers that he's going to turn into rock stars this playoffs. Okay? So I'll take the Bucks by eight, uh, not scared of the Carolina Panthers. The Bucks know them well, and they can smoke them. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take... I mentioned it about 20 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago. Curse, no curse. I got to go with the better team here. And even though I'm a Raider, a closet Raiders fan, I'm taking the Chargers minus two and a half. I watched that game six weeks ago and the Chargers were the better team. And that was when the Raiders had Darren Waller and Ruggs and Gruden. Um, If they had Gruden at that game, I think they did. Either way, I will, uh, I'll be taking the Chargers minus two and a half. Uh, Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, That good O-line. And Derwin James is back in the secondary for the Chargers. Makes a big difference. I'll be taking the Chargers minus two and a half in probably the most important game, at least playoff-wise, of the weekend, Sunday night football. Uh, That'll be one of our picks that I'll be laying some lumber on. Take the Chargers. I think this is coming from a Raiders guy. Okay. And uh, our last pick, we're taking the Pittsburgh Steelers, plus five and a half in a weird... Playoffish game, Steelers-Ravens. Now, they might get Lamar back, but there's no way he's fully healthy. Also, they are kind of done. Both these teams are. I think they need the Jags to beat the Colts for either of these teams to have a chance. Now, again, any given Sunday, that can happen. But play the Jags-Colts game 20 times. How many do the Jags win? One, two, we'll see. I, I think the Colts win here. So it makes for a weird playoff game because... Whoever wins out of the Steelers-Ravens technically still has a chance to get in, but weird shit needs to happen. So they're going to play it kind of like a playoff game. I see a full effort here from the Steelers. And uh, with the way Najee Harris is running right now, uh, there's nobody on the Ravens running like that. They don't really have a good offense at all right now, Lamar or Huntley. So plus five, uh, to get five and a half points, I don't even care if Ben plays. (laughs) You give me a fully, a full, a pretty much healthy Steelers team with any Steelers quarterback. I'll take the five and a half points. And there you go. Those are your Hugh picks. Give me up. You.
1: All right. Can you guess which pick I hate the most, Jeff? The Bucks. No. Okay. The Rams. No, love that favorite pick. Gold stamp. Well done, Hugh. I think the beating, remember, I cashed in huge when the Niners beat the Rams. Yep. I would think it was on Monday night. Anyway, a lot of hype game. Felt it. <clears throat> uh, McVay exacts a bit of revenge. Niners, if they get in, classic Jimmy backing into the playoffs. Backing yeah. in. So that's my fave. So, okay, I don't know. Which one do you hate, Mike? The Minnesota Vikings. Interesting. I. I see a late rally and Nagy staying. That win in Seattle. Just it just kind of did something. It just kind of did something. It's like when Marvin Lewis for no reason came back for one more year with the Bengals. Oh yeah. But but this one's with purpose because Nagy's young and you know, get maybe give him one more year with field. So I think there's a little more momentum. Plus, the Vikings just beat him two or three weeks ago. So I uh, actually hate that pick, Jeff. One of the worst picks of the year. I think it is.
0: Okay. Well, I'm pretty confident in it. I think the spread's moving up to three. So I think Vegas is with me, Uh, but that doesn't mean anything. You're hotter than Vegas right now. But uh, I just think, I I think the difference is the Vikings actually like their coach. And I think the bears hate their coach. (laughs) And that doesn't necessarily come from inside opinion. That's just from like body language, NFL films, watching these guys talk on the sideline. And like just and bears being an embarrassing offensive team for the last three years, so I like the Saints minus five, big time. They they like each other's tracks,
1: the Dirty Birds and the Pulp Whistleblowers. They got a weird thing going on there in that NFC South. And pit ball ne- never hate it. I think there's going to be two defensive scores. I think there's a bounty to end Big Ben's career before the game's over. These motherfuckers hate each other. No, I'm not betting that game. Uh, I just cool don't see a Ravens.
0: Op- I don't see a Ravens offense that should be favored by six points over anybody right now. You know, that's, that's, that's where it is with me. Okay. Um, quickly. We're going to go back to the futures here. Uh, now, listen, I know I've been, I've been preaching Brady all year. I got a futures pick on True. Brady to win the MVP. Uh Now, just because Vegas has Aaron Rodgers as the minus 400 favorite, now I'm not saying that that he doesn't possibly deserve the MVP. So if you bet Rodgers a couple months ago, great, because you got great value on him. But after Brady's stinker against the Saints and A-Rod's just dominance of his division and his lack of interceptions and that they got the first seed, Vegas is pointing the odds in his favor. However, it's not decided yet. Aaron Rodgers might sit out against the Lions. It's not decided yet. Brady's not sitting out against the Panthers. Brady is wildly ahead of him. In two pretty important stats and only one game behind in the rankings. So I'm not saying I know who they're going to pick, but if Brady puts breaks the all-time uh, single-season passing yards record uh, held by, I think, Peyton Manning next week as a 44-year-old man, on in, on a division champion when he's had the Antonio Brown issue and other injuries that have come about and he's been the one constant he didn't miss a game because of COVID I think at plus 550 if you haven't laid a little lumber on Brady it's worth it especially if by tomorrow we find out Aaron Rodgers isn't playing now if he is playing you can almost you know not only really lock it up for Rodgers but if he plays the Lions and throws three touchdowns it's probably Aaron's thing but I don't think they want to give it to him two years in a row. I don't think they want to give it to him because of the COVID no, thing. No. So they don't. They don't. Brady at plus 550, worth a couple of shekels, I think. So I,
1: I, I got a name for you. All right. You're going to like it, Hugh. Hunter Renfro, plus a million. <laughs> the, the Raiders are worthless. This goes back to me and those Clemson days with Deshaun. The guy is invaluable, it's ridiculous. He's literally got laser vision, triple coverage. He still gets open. He doesn't always catch it because the ball is always an insane little tight window, but, and Cooper cup, Cooper cup. Where's, can I get a Wayne Krabetz sighting? Can I get a Wayne Krabetz sighting? All right. Cooper cup and Hunter Renfro doing things, big things, big things.
0: Wayne Krabetz still, by the way, one of the number one jerseys seen at Jets games, Wayne Corbett. <laughs> yep. Because there really hasn't been too many Jet stars since Wayne Corbett, still one of the number one jerseys seen it at, uh, at Jets games. Just like when the bills sucked for like 10 years, it was, you, yep. see, you still see just saw flutie jerseys. <laughs> God bless Doug Flutie. We're going to get him on the show at some point. Eh? Doug, maybe he'd do nice. it. I mean, he's a big deal. He does like NBC college football or whatever. But uh, hey, uh, weird Bills start time four twenty five. They're in the late window. Interesting. Yes. Speaking of late windows with the Bills, I read it on Peter King that if it's Bills Pats, that could be lined up for the first ever Monday Night playoff game because of these. Ex- they're Ooh. they're talking about doing a Monday nighter rather than doing three. Oh, it's, they're not talking about it.
1: It's oh, it's done. I'm sorry,
0: it's done. Yeah. <laughs> They don't, spit, um, they don't just They don't just spitball this stuff in week eighteen. Eh, it's scheduled big, already.
1: Big disadvantage. I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, big see. disadvantage to whoever goes through. Th- Too much meddling, man. You, you, they had a perfect formula. You know what about all these records? You talked about Brady and Matt. What if you got an asterisk? Extra game. What if the Maybe- guy throws for six hundred yards? But this game never happened to those busts. Did you watch Madden's Hall of Fame speech when he said they talked to each other? That was cool shit. That's, That's awesome. Um, the extra game asterisks for these records, whatever. I'm not a big records guy, so I can really give a shit. But yeah,
0: Not here. Okay, couple futures that I think you should keep your eye on uh, and look at now before, uh, before week 18 happens, you can get the Bengals to win the Super Bowl at plus 2000 little advice for you folks. Whenever you lay out a bet in sports gambling or futures, or you say it on a podcast, fucking make sure that you do it because it will come back to bite you in the ass. It's like making a 12 game parlay on your phone. And then you're like, or like a parlay on your phone, five gamer. And then you're like, nah, you now have to lay down $5 on that ticket because you made it. And now if it hits, it's going to haunt you. So you have to make it. I told everybody like week five when the Bengals were like three and two. I'm like, yo, Bengals at fucking plus 20,000 to win the Super Bowl is not bad because if you get to the exact spot we're at right now, <laughs> you could hedge against it as soon as they make the playoffs. I didn't do it because, um, well, people called me an idiot and I I spent my life not listening to those people. But I listened that time. No, I wish no, I no, no. No, Jeff. They're not. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter. Uh, Plus twenty thousand. You could hedge against them for so much money. That's the what. That's what we're doing here. They shouldn't even be winning the division.
1: But they did. I the went. For, yeah, but he rewarded for the wrong decision. He had two opportunities to do the right thing, and he insistently went for it. This is the Bengals coach on fourth and goal when all he needed was a field goal to win? He went for it penalty went for it and then finally in the third time he played the odds and kicked the field goal he got lucky twice this is not just his money that was really bad this by not, the way I, is, did, I do agree not, with you this is not just him at the blackjack table counting cards there is a large bet placed behind him okay yes we believe in him but yes you got to believe in what's worked before paul brown mr bengal Got a big fucking bet behind him. And just because he's got a 10 and the dealer's got a five doesn't mean you always got to do it. It's the wrong play, man. And it's bad. Um, and the Bills did it. I said the Bills coaching was on the hook these next two weeks. And they did it too. They got a fourth and goal penalty. Very lucky. Yeah. Very fortunate. Anyway, smarten up Bengals and Bills. You got a chance with the young quarterback and a nice little window.
0: Smarten up the Bengals were rewarded for poor coaching. They actually just should have kneeled the ball a bunch of times and kicked it. Um, also the chiefs, maybe we should let them in. Um, okay. So Bengals plus 2000 right now, you can actually find it at plus 2,500. If you kind of shop around that might've come down from yesterday, but either way, bless bucks, Bengals, 2000, because here's what I'm thinking. I was telling Dewey this earlier. It, it looks like it could be in the divisional round bills versus Titans sorry huck but i've been taking the bills there although me me and your titans were riding that gold pick last week woo uh weird year for the titans by the way hawk weird year number the, one seed the in the afc is,
1: yes they're looking at the number one seed despite losing to both the texans and the jets
0: and getting smoked week one, too, against Arizona. Like, just, you yeah, know. Yeah,
1: smoked. What like do they he, have, like, seven or eight sacks against them that day? Like
0: weird. And Tannehill still doesn't look that good. And
1: Derrick Henry's gone for half the season. Right. Speaking but of I think, which, I just read a headline saying he is ready to come back to practice on Wednesday. It, Likely will not play in week 18, which I think they'd be idiots to play him. Like, they're in the playoffs but he will be back for the playoffs.
0: In the words of Rafiki, the king has returned. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, dude. Uh, So it looks like it could be Titans, Bills. Again, they need to win their wildcard game against the Pats or whoever they might face. Uh, And then it could be Bengals, Chiefs again. And are you really scared of having a little bit of money on the Bengals? And then... Uh If you followed our futures, you would have some serious lumber on both AFC championship teams if the Bengals happened to possibly win that game against the Chiefs.
1: If, ifs and buts were candy and
0: nuts. That's a lot of woo-woo-woo. Okay. However, Mike, what I did skip is that you can bet against, you can hedge against these teams in those games prior. And I've done no, this no, before. No. I did it last year.
1: Yes. The, the, the fictitious Bills and Bengals too much yes. too too many too many variables to
0: do the hedge I, mm-hmm. I think i think but at plus 2k if you let's say you throw 100 on it right you could throw down th- two three hundred on the chiefs and and it's all it's all gravy baby you know so okay uh, one more and i'm actually i'll be playing this i told you i think it'll be rams and bucks in the uh nfc championship game so those are the two nfc futures that i will be uh, putting down this week, you can get the Rams plus eight hundred, plus nine hundred, depending on where you fish them. I'll put a little sprinkle on that, and the Bucks at plus a thousand because they lost some weapons. That's yeah. that's that's uh, that's a nice value for me. So I'll be I, taking. No, that. no, 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 Jeff, save your money.
1: No weird I'm mic standing, a, fi- a weird Mike officially off. No, no, I don't want to hear it. It's too much. It's not just Antonio. Last year was a perfect storm. The new arrival, the excitement, the hype, the hometown Super Bowl. Let's not forget there were wenches serving beers at the Super Bowl. Okay. There was a lot of Tampa chi and juju and everything going their way. Roger wanted it. Everybody wanted it. And they got it. This year, everybody's one year hungrier. Everybody's one hungry year less on Tampa. They're done.
0: They are not done. It's stop saying Tom Brady's done prematurely.
1: I didn't say say Tom Brady's done. I said Tom Brady's done. I said the Tampa Bay bucks, too many variables. They had too much going for them last year. And this year you got the Rams double hungry. You got a rod Rogers double hungry. Nope. They don't have the path. Save your money. Jeff bucks. Not going to do it.
0: Not going to do it. I think a Super Bowl ring is like the sixth priority in Aaron Rodgers' life right now. And I think it's the number one priority for both the Rams and everyone on the Bucks. Aaron Rodgers wants that MVP. He wants to work out where he's playing next year, so be close to his girlfriend. Obviously, he should just stay in Green Bay. You guys are amazing, and your division sucks. Like, what are you thinking? Where are you going to go? Um, and I don't, I don't think the Cardinals and Cowboys could do it. I'm not picking every team in the NFC. I'm taking the Rams and the Bucs. And I'll let the pieces fall where they may, but I'll be hedging against these teams. Hopefully, once uh, past the wild card round, and those are my that's my recommendations for back to the futures. You do what you want. Weird Mike doesn't believe in it. I do. All right, uh, Rams and Bucks the NFC, Chiefs and Bills. As I've been saying since the start of the year, but now I'm going to throw in a sprinkle on the Bengals because they can beat the Chiefs, and that's that's what I would do. And then that this way, I think you have money. On all four of the the final four teams and if you predict it now it won't surprise you when it happens in the final four now i got a little a little something to say about this bye because i've watched lamar jackson blow it with the ravens a couple years ago i've actually seen the titans do this exact thing before like 15 years ago with jeff fisher sometimes when overachieving teams Albeit just, you know, didn't necessarily think that they're not necessarily the best team in their conference, but they just got the buy because the conference is really uh, combative, like the AFC, or you got the first round by because your division is awful, like uh, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. So, again you take this week off maybe a bunch of these team uh, not the titans but the packers might take uh, this lions game off too gone for two and three weeks of competitive football playing against teams that are better than them on paper who are already playing playoff football so when you get overachieving teams and i think the titans and packers both fit that mold sorry hawk that's when a, the buy Especially can be painful. We're talking again. This isn't the NHL, this isn't NBA. There's no grind. You can't lose games one and two and we'll wake up for game three at home, you know, or wake up for game three. You you don't if you don't start off good off the bat, like one block kick, one slip, one bad, you know, tipped ball, you get punched in the face pretty quick, and it feels like Mike Tyson out there. And I've seen it happen before. Faves lose, so don't be surprised when things that you probably could see happening happen. So, uh, I smell blood, man. With these, with these first, with these first, uh, first ranked teams, beware the buy. Some teams do it better than other teams. All right, one more thing. Uh, We were talking about. I was talking about targets. (laughs) Obj. I posted this on Instagram. I know you saw it, Mike. I had six of seven check marks. Would have paid third thirty-three bucks. Would have paid just under seven k. OBJ touchdown, Sonny Michelle touchdown, Ravens to get two field goals because their offense isn't that good. Um, Ravens to be winning at the start for the first half and the Rams to come back and win Rams. Don't really start road games that well. Ravens tend to start home games pretty well. Anyway, uh, came pretty close. OBJ didn't catch his long bomb. In fact, it got intercepted here. Here's what I'm getting to. And this is this week's. True week. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you might have just made a fact
0: just now. That's some real shit. Truth of the week, folks, is just try to predict the things that you can control. And you can control targets and scheme. You know, these are professional football players. So unless it's an absolute backup quarterback, it's hard to sort of guess how many targets they're going to catch. It's if you're just going for receptions, if you're going for receiving yards, it can be a bit tougher because these guys have to be receivers that can stretch and get some yards after catch. Um, But if we're just going targets, receptions or a low amount of yards for an A1 receiver, you're just assuming that they're going to catch most of their targets because the scheme, especially if it's a scheme that's any sort of modern NFL scheme, you're not throwing a lot of 50, 50 balls. You're often scheming for this intended receiver to be quite open. Especially in the bubble screen and little crossing route uh, world we live in now. So if you look at if you're looking at a guy and he he you know his his over is four and a half catches, and you picked over, and then he got ten targets, that was a good pick. Even if he only caught if he caught four, you know don't be discouraged. You lost. It sucks. It's not gonna come. The money's not coming back. But that was a good pick. Ten targets in the NFL should result in five catches. And that's something you can control. So, you know, one of our listeners was talking to me. He's like, yo, trying to win my fantasy match. Dawson Knox or Pitts? And I'm like, yo, I'd go Pitts, Bray. And he's like, ah, Buffalo's like number one defense against the tight ends. And I'm like, okay, I hear that. There's an interesting stat. But Buffalo's going to be winning this game. And when they're winning games, they don't tend to use Dawson Knox that much. Uh, he might catch a touchdown or two, but that's where you get your value. Whereas Kyle Pitts is like, you know, a third of the offense for Atlanta, especially when they're losing targets. And that's what he got. He got hurt for half the game and he still was the better pick. So you could control scheme as in like, okay, this coach schemes to these guys. How many touches do they get? How many targets look a little bit less at yards, a little bit less at actual catches and look more at targets and touches, especially for running backs. Because, you're trying to predict what's going to happen next game and you, the touches and targets will tell you whether they're being schemed into the offense a little bit more than the results of whether they caught these balls or their actual um, running yards from the week before. How many touches are they getting? Because these are professional football players. They're, they're, gonna, they're probably going to catch more next week. And they, like Najee Harris, he's had an amazing amount of touches all year, but the O line needed to grow and he needed to learn how to become a professional professional running back. But now you're getting 26 touches a game, eventually going to explode like he did uh on Monday Night Football. That's it. So just look for the targets, look for the touches. Those are the things that you control. And don't get discouraged. If if you if your guy had 12 targets and you needed to catch five five catches and he didn't get it, that was still the right pick. If he only got five targets, that was the wrong pick. Uh, that's it. It of the week uh obj still a fan but fuck man you catch one of those long balls this year in the ravens game and whoever whatever the first game was that you played on the rams that would have been money in Jeff's pocket all right uh we just want to shout out bet openly our friends over at the peer peer wagering site uh they're big niners fans they're gonna hate my gold pick but what are you gonna do uh one percent juice if you haven't checked it out yet it's fucking awesome uh, it saves you a lot of money because instead of paying like one minus one ten on a point spread, it's like minus one oh one. You can also make your own lines, make your own parlays, take advantage of greedy people. Pretty fucking cool. Oh, uh, wow. Mike, still in your survivor. Survivor three. And I am. There's a handful,
1: about 60 and change remain looking like it's going to be some kind of chop in some form. Uh, way too early to make a pick. Don't know the motivations, don't know the even with the big spreads. Definitely not taking Indy at Jacksonville, you know. Hoping everybody leans on that, maybe Jag shocked the world, and maybe weird Mike walks away with 30k. You know what I mean? So, I might do something really stupid and try and win this. Uh, you know, taking a short fave or even a home dog. I, I don't know, long ways out from Sunday, but uh, happy betting, happy watching. Check out on Sunday morning at Hughes Talk and for some picks and some live coverage. And uh, I will be spitting back my picks this week. So everybody's fat and giggly for the playoffs. Giggly, giggly.
0: Not even a little teaser, eh, Mike? (laughs) It's like like asking your girlfriend, like, hey, what are we having for dinner? And she's like, look in the fridge. (laughs) Like, hey, who's your survivor pick? I don't know. Check the board. I'm going to pick one of those games. That's OK, though. A lot of money on the line. No pressure. Big, big check the board guy. Check the big board, che- bro. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Um, remember to keep setting in your six picks. Uh, there's one week left for our regular season contest. Bet openly uh, 25 beans for the weekly winner. And a uh, yeah, after next week, we will crown the top three win totals, not including you. I'm fourth right now. Uh, it doesn't matter. And you will catch, you will get a uh, two hundred dollar gift certificate to Team Ltd, and then we're gonna go a um, hundred and I think seventy five for numbers two and three. I'll talk to Scotty at Team Ltd if you want to bump it like he did last year. That's what we'll go with. Uh, and yeah. Thanks to all our friends at Team LTD for being part of this for the second year in a row. We love our partners. We love our friends. And we love you Look Who's Talkers because the community of Look Who's Talking is the one who fucking drives this bus, baby. Uh, Fired up. Remember what Weird Mike said. This is not the week to do your heaviest betting. Uh, If you like a prop, my props of the day are 10 and 4. We're going to keep rolling with those, but Keep, uh, keep some shekels in your pocket because it's going to be a heck of a fucking playoffs. And we got free beer for a year coming up from Storyteller Beer. More on that. Make sure you follow at Hughes Talking, H-U-S Talking um, for updates on how to enter that and all that jazz. And we will give you the full rundown next week's podcast if you hate social media. Giddy up. Uh, anything for Shut the Hawk Up? Go Titans. Number one spot for grabs. Woo! Thanks, folks. See you next week.